And good morning, it's Pastor Chris of Soul Revival Biker Church, soon to be Soul Revival Bible Church. And we are in week nine and day two of our Discipleship 2021 podcast. This morning, we're going to be talking about something that uh, does not make sense to a lot of people. So I'm going to try to break it down a little bit. Um, And so we would title today, Is There Strength in Weakness? Most people say, well, that's an oxymoron. And uh, without Jesus Christ in the equation, it probably is. But that's 2 Corinthians 12, 8 and 9 we'll be using for a reference today. Again, that's 2 Corinthians 12, 8 and 9. But let's first go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, we have quite a week coming up for getting ready on Friday for the second anniversary uh, celebration of Soul Revival. And Lord, we just ask that you bless our plans that we commit to you uh, to pull off a very, very good service, live stream service, so that we can represent you in the best way we can and make you proud of us, Father. And dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for this day, another day to serve you. And Lord, I pray that this podcast will touch people and whatever ear it falls upon will be blessed by you. It's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right. So 2 Corinthians 12, 8, 9, it says, concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, guys, I admire how vulnerable the Apostle Paul was with the people he led. You see, Paul said his power um, as originating in his weakness, not his own personal strength. His weakness was made strong through Christ's power. So notice the smallest word in the Lord's assurance to Paul and what it is. His sufficiency is, or his sufficiency in the present tense, it reveals the the constant availability of divine grace. You know, the last time I went skeet shooting, I could not miss. Every shot that I, I made just blew the little little clays away. Um, Even we had the little round when it went across the ground, the rabbit, and I usually missed those. And I was nailing everything right and left. And um, it was funny because I was was out shooting skeet with another pastor. And um, he, he looked at me and he goes, even God's grace should be running out on you. And, uh, There's a much deeper lesson here. You see, Paul said that while God would not remove his thorn as he had hoped, God would constantly supply him with grace to endure it. God's grace was not going to run out. Sometimes we think we're stuck with a certain hardship because we just aren't learning the lesson God wants us to learn. But the truth is that when we're totally out of answers, and confidence and strength, we are in the position to be most effective for Christ. 
The hardships of physical suffering, mental anguish, and disappointment are failure. And, and, and failure can serve as a divine juicer that squeezes out the impurities of our life. You see, God's power flows most freely through pure channels. You hear what I said? Pure channels. So we got to get those impurities out of our lives. Now, in the kingdom of God, no one in the kingdom of God is too weak to experience God's power. But many are too confident in their own strength. If you want God's power, it can only be obtained on God's terms. In Paul's case, that included his piercing thorn. But you see, he realized that this this percussion meant God's presence. The more grief he had, the more grace he received, and the more grace he received, the more of God he had. So yes, the answer to the question is, there is a lot of strength in weakness, because the weaker we are, the stronger Christ becomes in us. He constantly, constantly, throughout Proverbs and the rest of the Bible, talks about us being meek and humble. So, I hope this puts some thought in your mind and you can go out and practice this. Yesterday, I was at a I was at a Bible study with Pastor Greg Locke from the Global Vision Bible Church and we were going through the book of Proverbs and you know, somebody in the class yelled out and said, Read a proverb a day. Well, to me, I think it would be more effective if we focused on a proverb a day and we tried to emulate a proverb a day. Just go out and and just, just do one proverb a day and stay focused on it that day and put it in use. You know, um, we, we can have all the knowledge in the world, but if we don't have life application and know how to use it, it's no good. So read your proverb, focus on your proverb, meditate on your proverb, and, and grow, and grow in strength, and learn to be humble. Learn what comes from your weakness. So that's what I've got for you today. Hope you guys are sharing these podcasts. And I hope that you will tune in Friday night for our second year anniversary. And uh, just hope God will bless every ear this fell upon. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Oh, Spirit of God, Lord, thank you for the grace. Thank you for the grace you carry into my life. Father, I admit I'm not the quickest to recognize your sovereignty, Lord. And Father, I do believe that you are at work in the situations of my life. And Lord, instead of me sitting here worrying about, you know, figuring out a better way for a better tomorrow, Lord, I ask for you to help me. Lord, to rest in your presence. Rid my soul of its deepest ditches, Lord, and my highest hurdles that separate me from fully trusting you, Lord. Help me to die of myself daily, Lord. 
I want to stop trying to find a way out and start trusting your way out. Because, Lord, it causes me so much more suffering when I do it. Lord, I ask that you just show me fully how I'm to trust in you. It's in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. So guys, remember, don't forget your adversary. He's out there. Rebuke him. Rebuke him. Rebuke him in the name of Jesus Christ. So he will have to flee that name. And go out and make it a great day. And remember, I love you. God loves you. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. Peace out.